Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Too difficult, just a simple 442. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to the uh, World Cup Ramble. Um, it's Monday, and what a day! What a day! <laughs> oh, what a day! <laughs> Cloudy. Um, it, it is. Uh, Depends where you are, though, doesn't but it? But <laughs> the sun is shining at manmonth.co.uk, Luke. Oh, that is very. It's cute. golden over there. <laughs> it's it is actually golden. Yeah. Part of the site is actually gold, so I see what you've done there. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're over at manmonth.co.uk as usual. Um, you know the score by now, hopefully. Um, there's loads of blogs and videos and podcasts, stuff like that. Also, we're going well, to... Well, it's us. It's our it's video. Us. The Ramble videos, Ramble podcasts, yeah. Ramble blogs. There's some other blogs as well, though. Some, some other stuff being mixed up in there. Also, thanks to them, we're going to Johannesburg, where we can do a couple of shows from out there, let you know what it's like, what's going yeah, on, yeah. what the atmosphere is like. Um, and that's from the 7th of July, we'll be over there. But, um, yeah, that's all brought to you by the IGN Network and One Million Fragrance for Men. Don't forget... Lots of prizes. Yeah, someone's got to win those prizes. Do get over there. I mean, we'd love it to be ram- proper Ramble listeners to, to, to win them. Um, there's stuff like an HDTV and like a home cinema system. Loads Xbox. of stuff. We don't want it to be those people that just perennially... perennially just enter a lot of fr- prizes. <laughs> enter a lot of, <laughs> enter a lot of <laughs> prizes. The people that enter a lot of competitions. Yeah, and, uh, you know yeah. the people are just constantly there. Yeah, yeah. well, it's then. probably about time for me to introduce you all. Yeah. Uh, Luke Moore is here. Hello. All right. Sitting to my left for a change. Yeah, I swapped it Mixed around. It up. Uh, uh, Pete Donaldson is, is forever uh, nearly opposite me. Hello. James or Jim? I'm here in the Camp. saggy chair. I've uh, <laughs> taken Luke's place. Yeah, sorry about that. Taking a beating, isn't it? <laughs> uh, chappies, uh, what's been your moment of the World Cup of late? James or Jim? Um, I'm quite enjoying all this French petulance stuff. <laughs> so unlike them. I know. <laughs> refusing to train and like Evra's argument with a fitness coach and just uh, Raymond Domenech having to read out the, their statement and stuff and it's not clear whether he's on their side or whether <laughs> he hates them. Yeah, did, didn't, didn't the, it, chief, the chief sort of throw his, um, his accreditation badge over that's a fence right, yeah. or something? <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> one, of the, one of the directors quit as well, didn't he? Yeah. Straight afterwards. And again, I'm not sure whether it was in disgust at the players on, or in disgust at um, you know, the idea of ID badges. Yeah. <laughs> well, we will talk more about the French Course, Dominic Evans, will never chuck his pass away. He loves his pass. Well, yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about them in a bit, but that's maybe the, the only side that um, England can look mildly good against, I suppose, mm. in terms of uh, yeah, what's going on in the camp. <laughs> Pete, um, I like the bit when in the, the uh, in the New Zealand match, uh, the last New Zealand match, where against um, Italy, against Italy, where uh, oh. Ryan Nelson got yellow carded for not sitting on a stretcher, yeah, or having cramp essentially, <laughs> yeah. wasn't it? <he? laughs> <laughs> he was, uh, he was. I think he was told to get off and get 
to the to the halfway line or something, but he just got a yellow card for it anyway because he refused to stand on a stretcher. He came back on, so he didn't really, clearly didn't need a stretcher. No. Robbie Savage on the old commentary because I always listen to the commentary over the uh, the Five Live commentary um, over the telly pictures. But uh, he was <laughs> so annoyed, he was so upset, yeah. and he also gave us the revelation that Ryan Nelson's hamstring isn't even connected to his ass. Really? What? <laughs> I don't know how that works. Ryan yeah. Nelson played an absolute blinder in that game. He was game, incredible. Didn't he? he was really, yeah, really yeah. good. Um, I like how you're mixing and matching radio and television, Pete. Good. You, I'm, on, I'm a multimedia nod. You're a self facilitating media nod. Yeah. I'm going to watch it on Pro Evo. <laughs> really I'm going to go for New Zealand as well but just New Zealand in general mm-hmm. um, they've, they've had a great tournament so far um, the goal they scored was offside yeah. Yeah. but we'll forgive them that because the goal that Italy scored was never a penalty nah. that was yeah. a cheeky dive by the Russian he should be ashamed it wasn't he's, he's a done cheeky that, dive he's done that, he, he did a terrible one at the start of the, uh, so I thought the defender pulled him back a bit there a bit yeah he but not to the degree that De Rossi knocked himself over in the first match he kicked the back of his heel and he just went straight down when you're a forward-thinking player, you know, just the slightest thing can put you off. How do you know? <laughs> yeah. De Rossi looks like he should be an elbow. We can talk about this if you want. Like that. Say again? De Rossi looks like he should be an elbow. Or, or yeah, he does, yeah. Like, he doesn't even look Italian. Be, yeah. He does. He, he, I think, I mean, apparently it's all going off in Auckland. They're loving it over there. And and, and that is surprising because no one really cares. Isn't about that just what Auckland's it? like? No, no, no. <laughs> they, they're into their rugby and stuff like that, but they're really getting into it. And, and if, if if New Zealand can somehow get a result against Paraguay and go through, that'll be unbelievable. I think, I think it's Wellington, isn't it, in New Zealand, actually playing the A League in Australia. There's it's a couple, just, and New Zealand Knights do as well. But uh, am I right in thinking that New Zealand and Australia are like a four hour flight away from each other? Yeah, they're it's not very like close yeah. neighbours, really. Yeah. Yeah. To so be fair, surely that affects the teams well, quite a bit. To be fair, though, travelling teams from the north to south of Italy and Spain and Germany, oh, all, is that that far? Is that a pretty that big a country? I mean, yeah, I suppose it's not, I mean, in terms of flights, it's not that far, is it? I mean, well, I suppose, yeah. If, you, if you're going from Newcastle to, to Portsmouth, I mean, it's still not that far, is it? On the if it's, if it's severe to Bilbao, would be a couple yeah. of hours. If what about Tenerife and La Liga? They are Mallorca as well, but enough of, of away days in Australasia. <laughs> yeah. It is now time for me to tell oh, um, my favourite... <laughs> <laughs> James. <laughs> Sorry. No, I think you know you've done wrong okay, there. I've been warned. Um... I'm amazed none of you have gone for this. I'm quite pleased. You've, you've left it to me. Blanco, England. get him oh, on the score sheet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Blanco's run That up was a was wonderful family. moment, wasn't it? Gary Lineker said, oh, I don't like a straight run-up. I do, I love a straight yeah. run-up. It was very straight, though. We, yeah, I don't know how he managed straight. to... Straight as a die He surely had to retire After all that leg work there Brilliant penalty Brilliant man It's great because When he took the penalty He had been on about 15 minutes And when he was standing there Waiting to take it He looked absolutely (laughs) I was really hoping He was going to sort of like Bunny hop it into the net (laughs) He still looked younger Than John Terry Oh yeah No he's on the sheet He's on the sheet And uh, sod it He's uh, won me the points This week So all of yours (laughs) Um, uh, Unfortunately we're going to have to talk about England and get them out of the way <laughs> before we can uh, become positive again about this tournament. England nil, Algeria nil. A good, solid, clean sheet from the English Pete Donaldson. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're undefeated. Can anyone, can anyone touch us now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've never seen a game improve by becoming boring before. <laughs> yeah. At least it became something. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, that, uh, I mean, even out with that game, and we could, we could spend a lot of time moaning and groaning about that game, but I feel it's already been done to death. Mm. Um, and rightfully uh, can we so. we do it anyway? <laughs> but w- there seems to be a hell of a lot wrong in the England camp itself. I think the tide is definitely turning in the press against Capello and it, yeah, it yeah. Didn't, doesn't take long for a foreign manager to get that sort of treatment by the sun and the mirror, etc. Et uh, but um, mm-hmm. uh, Luke, do you see all these problems? You know, people have made such a hoo-ha about leaving to the, the 
starting eleven to the last couple of hours. Uh, should Joe Cole be playing the, the England goalkeeper? All these kind of little mistakes. And why the go-to man for ill discipline? Well, no, no, no. <laughs> I want, if you let me finish, the, the, you know England haven't been performing. Are you looking at the manager of the players for this? Players, right? But, uh, well, I'm looking at the players because. To pick up on Pete's point He's absolutely right But that's the, the reason for that I think is partly Because he's not English And partly because He doesn't pay them any mind He doesn't care about What they say he, He's closed ranks Like we said the other day He's closed ranks And, and they need something To fill their pages And their, and their role in news networks And that's why that's happened mm. I don't think Capello cares about that But I, I would blame the players In this situation Because every single time England get to a tournament mm. And the pressure's ramped up And they have to perform They, they can't So mm. if we look back To World Cup 2006 Going into the tournament They were Quite I mean You'll remember better than me Marcus But they were quite Highly regarded They were one of the tips To do well mm. They They squeezed past Paraguay They mm. beat Trinidad Who are a poor side They only, could, only toward, struggled there as Only well. towards the They couldn't beat yeah. Sweden yeah. And they edged past Ecuador yeah. And they put in a poor performance Against Portugal And went yeah, out, and, went out. And, and, and if you look at Euro and, and, and the reason that happened Apparently was because Sven wasn't imaginative enough And he let them do whatever they wanted And it was a bit of a circus mm. um, But essentially it was okay So they kept McLaren on To keep the same sort of regime That was too sort of easy And, and the, the players didn't have any respect for him So they couldn't qualify for Euro 2008 Then they flicked to Capello Who apparently is too harsh And now they don't feel like They can express themselves Because there's too much pressure well, Get over it <laughs> I can sort yourselves out And get over it Ten, right. ten John Terry's Out in the, in the field Should be able to beat That Algeria side Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well James Do you think that um, You know We've talked about the, People saying Capello Very strict regime Apparently the players They're in bed or, uh, By 11 Which I think is fair enough But um, people They haven't been going for Just to wind down After the games Everyone just goes back To their rooms It's very strict Whereas with Sven It was very, dif- uh, very different And they did have Sven For three tournaments And a lot of these players Were under Sven um, do you think that, that perhaps Capello's, I don't know, for want of a better word, almost upset them a bit in the tournament? They feel maybe they're like little schoolboys. I think they've got to have a word with themselves if that is the case. I yeah. mean, it, it appears to me that they're not listening to him. There's a point in the game against Algeria where Emil Heskey was sort of making a last-ditch tackle on the edge of the box. And obviously it's good that he's doing that, but there's absolutely no way that the, ga- that the game plan involves that. No. Emil Heskey should not be on the edge of the box if that team is keeping its shape. So mm. it seems like they're not doing what Capello's saying. You know, as a player, you have to be prepared for what comes, and it seems to me that they've not got into the attitude um, of this is the World Cup, this is it now. They still seem to be sort of very cautious, as if it's... Yeah. The, the performances have re- resembled the friendlies well, against Lu- Mexico and Japan. As Luke said, in 2006, we never got going, and no. we managed to get no. to the quarterfinals. Mm. It's the same nucleus of players as well. Yeah. Look, j- just to pick up what James said briefly... Uh, if James thinks that Joe Cox should be in the side, great. I think I'd probably do as well. And, and maybe half those players do. Maybe all the players do. But it's tough shit. You know, the amount of times y- you go through your life uh, having to do something that you maybe don't want to do or you don't agree with someone, that happens every single day. The Fabio Capello is the manager of that team because he's a good manager, yeah. because he's won things, because he knows what to do. And he's essentially saying to them, if you do what I say, okay, and express yourself within this framework I've given you, you will probably mm. succeed. Okay, you may have come across other teams who are slightly better than you, that's the way it goes. But the bottom line is, for them to complain, I mean, Steven Gerrard, I think it was yesterday, said, oh, we feel like we're stuck in a five-star prison. I mean, do me a favour, mate. Yeah. You know, add some got, perspective. Oh, fucking hell. You've got all this stuff to do. <laughs> I'm in a there, hostel right? in the, fucking Johannesburg. Well, <laughs> the, the reason, the reason they're in, the reason they're in this place outside of, of the main strip in, in where they're based is because they court publicity to such an extent. Most of them that they can't, the security can't be sorted out for them anywhere. Yeah. They decide to take David Beckham with them, which also brings along its own sort of security concerns. They've got everything laid on for them there, and even if they are bored, it's six fucking weeks. 
in, yeah. out of your life. Mm. Six weeks where you're training in the morning. Well, not even, by well, the looks well, of it. You have a bit of food. Yeah, exactly. Well. But if you take into account the sort of preparation sure, yeah, as well, okay, yeah, yeah. But you have a bit of food. You're with 23 year mate. Get on with it. Exactly. Just get on with it. It's I, always I, a fucking excuse. Always. It, it just smacks of bit having 10 people out on the field that are the best British players in their uh, respectively teams, effectively. It just, it just, it, it, I think Luke made the point well when we were watching the US match. Steven Gerrard um, loses the ball, he's got someone else to, to back him yeah, up. Yeah. If you've got 10 of those players out on the, out on the pitch for England, there's no one to cover because That's no right. one gives a shit. Nobody wants the ball. It's always it's always a layoff to the right or a layoff to the to the left. So you, Nobody runs at players. And when you're bringing in on someone like Sean Wright Phillips, there's an impact sub. You may as well have Theo yeah. Walcott there. So you're saying half the players. players that, you're saying half the players are waiting for Mascherano or Essien well, or Drogba to, to, to sort to, this uh, out. There's a backbone that we've got no. With, yeah. There's no backbone. There's just it, it, it just smacks of eleven big personalities and so-called personalities, thick as pig <laughs> shit personalities, but like. <laughs> They're in the Premier League bubble and then out of that bubble and I don't like it. Well, I, I think I think you're right on that, Luke, because I think pretty much all of the players in that squad, and the Spurs players included as well, they're always they're challenging for things. They're going for things. They're used to being sort of the big dog, you know. And when the, when it comes to international football, they don't have that record. They do have this history of failure. Yeah. And I, I think maybe they don't like it. Maybe they don't know how to adjust to that. Well, you, you know? just got to look, to look at Wayne Rooney. Rooney's never been booed. You know, no. he's never been booed by his own team. That's why he got so upset at the end. Mm. I, I've never seen, with Wayne Rooney in particular, I've never seen one footballer, all right, he's knackered and he looks knackered. I've never seen one footballer play so badly mm. and, not, and remain on the field for 90 minutes. Yeah. It was incredible. What's that got to do with, the thing is though, that performance from, from Rooney, you can argue that Capello takes him off, but I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a big supporter and fan of Capello, and, uh, uh, but I didn't think England would do an awful lot in this tournament, and we, and, and we said that on, on the tour- in the podcast before the tournament, mm. but, the thing is with, with, with Capello If he plays Rooney That whole 90 minutes Capello will get A lot of shit For saying for, Oh because Rooney's Clearly not fit Or he's not up to it yeah, If yeah. he takes him off Everyone will be like oh, What's he taking Rooney mm. on for He's our best player so, it, There's nothing to do With Capello that. The, 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 the bottom line is That a formation Or a team talk Or something like that At that level Doesn't mean you can Or can't control the ball Which Rooney couldn't mm. No, absolutely. I think that um, it was. It was funny though that Don, John Terry's press conference coming out and saying a lot of those sort of things that sort of suggesting that that there was a bit of disharmony in the camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, sort of saying, well, no, he sort of he did say um, that. Well, if we, you know, if we give our opinions and it upsets the manager, then then so what? Almost, you know, there was this real funny air about yeah. him and then uh, Frank Lampard's press conference the, the day after seemed to kind of sort of say no no John did say that but you can't take him literally because he's an idiot <laughs> <laughs> which I thought actually Frank Lampard came across very well Pete you saw it didn't you yeah I, ju- I just think Terry's hurting from uh, losing the captaincy and he's just trying to annoy Capello a bit I just think he's just trying to atta- antagonise him because he hasn't played well none of the players have played well and he's just coming out and pretending there's some sort of well I'm, I don't even know what's pretending just saying that there's uh, this seat's fox Sort of factions mm. that can serve nothing. That that serves no, no purpose. Why is he even at the? Pre- I know they've got they take turns with the press conferences and stuff. Mm. Why isn't it always Stephen Gerrard? He's the captain. He should be the ma- mouthpiece. Very quiet, he should be captain. the only person. But I think I think. Do, mm. do you not think Terry's maybe got a point? You know that after the Algeria game, he said he said to um, Franco Baldini, he said, "Can't we just go for a have a beer and just calm down, relax, and let's just talk about the game?" And, and apparently, a number of players did you. That's fair enough, isn't it? Well, yeah. the bottom line is that lots of people like to have a beer. To unwind at the end of the day or something, but if that's the regime Capello is 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 overseeing, because the regime before that was so loose and so like yeah. unstructured that they couldn't apparently couldn't perform. 
Well, what, you can't win, can you? No. If you, know. you stop performing on the pitch, I'll yeah. give you a beer. It's, I don't, that's, I, maybe that's how I'll, they should do it. I'll you should just have yourself. some on the bench, <laughs> yeah. like in a little cool box. Worst birthday Capella's ever had. Do you think then? The way you can look at this differently is by saying, do you think that? Why do you think that it's not going right for Capello? If it, it, it's Capello's regime, and obviously the buck will probably start with him, right, stop with him, rightly or wrongly. Do you think that the players on the Capello at Real Madrid or Roma or Milan have had problems with him? Because, uh, because uh, Graham Sunes uh, made an excellent point recently, which was this thing about oh we can't have a beer, oh it's too disciplined, oh we don't have a team till two hours before kickoff. That wasn't a problem when they were winning. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Only, it only becomes a sort of issue when they stop winning games. Well, it's excuses, isn't it? And it's, I suppose that maybe they're looking for answers themselves because it is baffling. It's the reason you know England not performing when you look at the players they have as individuals is genuinely baffling. I don't think it's deluded of us as England fans to think that it's, it's very very strange. But um, you, you're absolutely right. They, they, that isn't a problem when when it's working out, and I just think they're probably as baffled as we are. I think they're, they're confused by the performance. They, and they, they seem to not. Well, I know, but they they don't seem to know themselves. And I think it's strange that there's been a bit of a sort of um, hoo ha about the fact they were even having a team meeting. Surely they have a team meeting every day. Surely yeah. it's quite a normal thing to do. Surely they sit down, watch the game together, have dinner together, go over things. Of course, they're going to do that. Terry it's doesn't need to come out and just start sort of giving us the ins and outs of what happened after that match. And then the bottom line is We're going to try and do our best next time yeah. I, don't, I don't want to know that John Terry did a wee And, yeah. and it was a bit yellower than usual I couldn't give a toss <laughs> And he actually made happened. the toilet this time <laughs> yeah. I, couldn't, I, couldn't, I couldn't give a toss what happens behind the scenes I don't need to hear it Capello doesn't need uh, th- th- this out in the open It just needs to be yeah. Like you said it doesn't serve anyway it doesn't, it doesn't, it can't, Nothing good can come of it well, Apart, it, it, it serves John Terry and nobody else yeah. but anyway, for Looking ahead to the Slovenia game I personally hope we play the four-five-one with Gerard in behind Rooney and, and Joe Cole. Well, that's what the, that's the, what the players are asking for, isn't it? Effectively, the funny thing is, though. Uh, okay, we've we've defended Capello there. Um, he has made errors. There's no two ways oh, yeah. about it. So I think, he, I, think he, I think he's found it harder to adjust to international management than I thought he would. Yeah. So well, that's, that's what I, 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 I just for. think he was genuinely genuinely surprised about. Uh, he he played that team the first uh, the, against um, against the USA. Well, the, the same team's got to play better. Yeah, and they didn't. So it was like, even what? Worse. I mean, now. and we've got out of jail there. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Algeria were poor. It's not even as if they were set up to frustrate us. You know, it's yeah, not like it. they threw ten men behind the ball. We I were th- just really poor. So I think, I think, I think part of their for- sorry, I, but I think part of their formation was set up to, to, to frustrate us. I think the three and the four. But it wasn't a ten men against the no, know, no, no, it, ball, it wasn't. Battle, it's no, no, it's and regardless of that, we should beat them. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. No, they were dynamic going forward, and they worked hard. Andy Townsend said something strange before that game. He said that um, oh, the thing about Algeria is they've got a load of heart. A load of, a load of um, strict like work rate, but they haven't really got the talent. And I thought, actually, that's not right. That's opposite. No, no. They've got quite a lot of talent, mm. but as soon as they start the chips going down, they start kicking everyone. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just the opposite. Well, hopefully, England could uh, sort it out for Slovenia. Yeah, got an email regarding the Slovenia game. Ooh. Good day, Ramble Force. Hello. Oh. Hello. My girlfriend and I are from Sydney, Australia, and are avid listeners and have been for some time. We've been in Durban since the start of the Cup, and we are loving every second of the action here at the fan parks. Keep an eye out during the England v Slovenia match for our Ramble Force Ho banner, which is printed on an England flag. We'll Lovely. be waving it proudly during the match in Port Elizabeth. Cheers, Simon. That's fantastic. Thank you, Simon. Thank you, Simon. So, yeah. and girlfriend. It's not the only England flag that's going to be there with, oh, with oh. Ramble, the, the football ramble on. James Cox and friends. Yeah, yeah. check out the Facebook. It's massive. Mm. I'm worried that um, the Ramble Force Ho thing, they're going to see 
as some sort of call to arms <laughs> and, and the police are going to be very forceful in removing it from them <laughs> I, I hope not though as long as it gets us publicity like that Dutch beer <laughs> exactly yeah we don't get thrown out yeah, you well can't, we're not going to be you can't carry that into the ground because we're not official World Cup partner <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I don't think Pavlos Joseph's going to be there at the next game no, he's how did a, the guy broke in his he, court <laughs> hearing has already happened oh my goodness that, that is that quick, that they've is set up like a World Cup court well, let me, let me explain like He's the man who apparently Was looking for the toilet And he ended up In the England dressing room That's never happened to me At a football match <laughs> no. Not remotely <laughs> close um, he, But he apparently Claimed in an interview That uh, he took a wrong turn And he suddenly Walked into the England dressing room There's seven grades Of security between the uh, <laughs> I, mean, I read this There's seven grades Of security between Being a punter And being a player Yeah, they, he's got through All of them Wow Well anyway he um, James Bond Apparently he Was he, he pretending to be Lampard I saw him He's quite a chunky lad <laughs> Oh. Oh. I apologise. In the Lampard's uh, press conference, I thought to myself, he's quite a handsome man. He is handsome Lampard man. has never been fat, ever. No, no he hasn't either. <laughs> Let's put that to bed. He's one of the fittest <laughs> athletes on earth, probably. Especially yeah. compared to like, uh, me and James. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, Pavlos said that I looked David straight in the eye, that's David Beckham, and said, David, we've spent a lot of mo- money getting here. This is a disgrace. What are you going to do about he's it? He's not even in the squad. <laughs> yeah. Why have you picked him? I understand if it was just David Beckham in the street. Get Liz, though. But you've got all the other players there. Yeah. And when Beckham. Beckham said uh, Who are you? And he went I'm pa- Pavlos And I actually need the toilet <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even give his second name <laughs> Oh you're Pavlos yeah. oh, Bloody oh. hell We should come here earlier We could have done with you on the pitch And then and then he's I love it how Like when Beckham said what happened Because the two princes were there earlier yeah, and they left. When Beckham was sort of recounting the story He was kind of saying Yeah he said hello mm. Basically The guy never said hello He was very rude I think And very yeah, abrupt exactly. And got taken away So the way Pavlos describes it His saying that he said he addressed the players who were sitting on benches with towels around their waist and said I told them that that was woeful and not good enough the room was so quiet you could hear a pin drop the players chins were on their chests they looked pretty ashamed but hang on you just <laughs> needed the toilet yeah. so just like an impromptu dressing down first well, things what, what first <laughs> you lot need to keep, uh, keep on, listening Fabian. while I'm keep yeah. listening while I'm urinating yeah. right yeah. 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 what you lot need to do is yeah. oh I can't go yeah. actually can you pop the door open just so like, yeah. they can definitely hear me well hang on, right. hang on Fabio my CV's pretty impressive as well <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> um, uh, what you need to know yeah. right? Ridiculous <laughs> You just need the toilet Then go to the toilet The it, first yeah. thing you say is Excuse me Do you know where the toilet is I know this is a bit awkward How did he get past Seven levels of security though? Well I think that's incredible. I'm Pavlos I need the toilet <laughs> <laughs> Oh you must go And see the England team <laughs> It's a good job We didn't speak to Rooney He probably would have lamped him <laughs> <laughs> um, It's nice to see Pavlos Criticising you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Excellent um, Slovenia versus the US Pretty good game Yeah uh, the US were absolutely robbed Should have won it Shouldn't I, Daddy, Bra- Daddy Bradley must have been annoyed. Yeah. They, they both d- look like Casper the Friendly Ghost, don't they, Bradley? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, the, the, the Bradley manager, senior, he looks hard. He does look hard, yeah. He does. And he his lo- son's actually decent. I really love that. He He's in there on merit. Back, I think. It was yeah, a good yeah, finish yeah. as well. But what a goal, Luke, by as you said, foot, it? Oh, yeah. sorry. Ahead, as you said, Luke, they were absolutely robbed. The more times you see the, the replay of that goal, it's there's three fouls on US players. It was a suicide car. It was indeed. I'm just absolutely gutted for them. I mean, obviously, it's helped England out massively. Yeah. But yeah. it's what to, to come back from 2 0 down to to win 3 2 as they yeah. should have done. It's such an achievement and it shows a real spirit in that, great, in that team. Great half time team talk. 
good, yeah. I'll yeah. tell you what, what a finish from uh, Donovan. Yeah, yeah it's a nice, I, I never get tired of a ball being smashed in the roof of the net. Yeah. Um, mm. From that. Uh, that's, yeah. it's just, do you think Aaron Lennon could learn a bit from that? <laughs> yeah, well, the Michael Bradley uh, goal was a massive pile-on afterwards. Yeah, yeah it's it was massive. Great. Great. Biggest pile-on pile the tournament Scenes. so far. <laughs> Clearly yeah, some so. great spirit in that squad as well, and they're yeah. fighting for each other, and they really, really want to just like do it. Like France, isn't it? It's a lot like that. If you live in swinging for some alternative dimension where everything's opposite. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Holland are through First team through Yeah mm-hmm. Really underwhelming But they've just got on with it Haven't they yep. They've just done it And it's Well Bert van Marwijk Was saying last week That they need to learn how to win ugly I think they have yeah. done that well, and, so. and it looks as though that They're the kind of side That you would think Could uh, peak further on In the tournament Yeah Yeah Certainly yeah. that's what They'll be hoping So yeah, um, they play with the pressures off I guess isn't it mm. Yeah very true indeed uh, Cameroon are the first team out Gutting Beaten Mark, by Denmark Weren't they one of your tips? They were beaten by Denmark 2-1 <laughs> 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 No I thought they may go the first At the African nations But they may not have done And they haven't So I was <laughs> correct <laughs> <But> they, um, <laughs> Sorry to bring it back Down to club football And be a bit smug About an Arsenal player But Nicholas Bentner Now got more World Cup goals Than uh, Pushkas and Best Put together So uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nice <laughs> And Pete and Luke. Yeah. <laughs> what I well, love about still time in my career. Hang on a minute. <laughs> well, um, d- what I liked to actually the, the Cameroon in that game when Eto scored his celebration. Mm. There was just a passion. He mm. loved every second of it. He really, really enjoyed celebrating that goal. That was great to see. But unfortunately. <laughs> It wasn't enough Le Guen The manager Has taken a lot of the blame Which I think he should do I mean the first game The, the tactics were all wrong Playing Eto out wide yeah. And all that kind of stuff There's a big personalities In that dressing room as well Well yeah it? there is The African side Who started the best Ghana Drew one all with Australia Two points dropped Missed Oppo for them That yeah. is Harry Kill Kill sent off oh, yeah. Yeah. Rightly or wrongly sent off Correct but, um, He handballed it on the line yeah. yeah but I think it was Accidental So definitely penalty It seems, it seems a harsh sending <laughs> it off It was like. only as much of a handball As Luis Fabiano's was Well, well Luis, Luis Fabiano <laughs> did too though, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I thought Australia Why did the ref ask him as well, <laughs> yeah. well I thought Crazy the ref I thought the the Australian team equipped themselves well actually uh, acquitted themselves well yeah, when they, it w- went down to 10 men well, and they could have won it they could have won it Ghana seemed to sort of sort of wilt under the pressure a little very bit very blunt up front though, they Ghana yeah they seem to be I, mean, they, I think they need a result against Germany don't they because I mean Serbia you would probably fancy to beat um, Australia well Ghana have, have got four points but they've only scored two goals and they're both penalties yeah. that's right uh, Serbia have three and they've, they've still got the Aussies to play but then could the Aussies win and then uh, who knows goodness mate. knows what Imagine but um Imagine if Kevin Prince Boateng scores the only goal against Germany. He's playing really well. Yeah, yeah, he's he had is. a good tournament. Uh, Serbia beat Germany one 0 Even with ten men, I thought the Germans looked pretty decent. Actually. They were, yeah. Ivanovic's celebration was amazing. Oh, he jumped over. The he did that thing where you jump over a wall, but the other side's actually far further down. You realise? Yeah. <laughs> he just disappeared. He looked like he might have broken both his legs. And about five seconds later, he appeared up at the barriers, just shaking them. Like, ah. It was it was a Kenny Pervy. That's what it yeah, was. Well, yeah. No, Pervy was right in there. The bloke <laughs> he was celebrating with, who I presume was maybe maybe. His brother He looked a bit like him But he looked like a warlord Yeah they he do looked, They're sort of like You wouldn't want to see In the street They do those warlords They're always yeah. in the front <laughs> yes. Front row um, uh, Joachim Lowe What do you make of him? Yo- Yo- Yogi Love oh, Joachim sorry we're going Yogi Love isn't it? Yogi Love Yeah <laughs> Dyes his hair definitely Yeah they all, I love the way that The um, the managerial staff Of Germany All wear the same thing Yeah mm. They wear exactly the same clothes Every time It's mm. great I it's, do uh, Go on sorry it, It's been one for Managerial fashions Hasn't it Somebody yeah. was saying yeah. it's You either go suits Or uh, 
um, tracksuits and stuff. Roll but this heck. time, but this time it's been C and A. It's been this time it's been men, <laughs> men of M and S. Well, but yeah. the, the, the weather I think's probably dictated that. Eric is well, a bit yeah. chilly. A bit He's chilly. right because Dunga traded. Well, actually, Dunga traded in his roll neck and jacket. Yeah, like for a pink a, a pink shirt, on pink shirt with green underneath. I know it's the t-shirt. Oh lord, the man is an enigma. Ericsson's had a strange sort of tracksuit. It's way too big for him. He had a massive like bench coat on the other day. Good old Sven. Um, it was funny, wasn't it, when Klinsman was on, I think, the BBC, when they said to him, are you a bit worried about the Ghana game? You've got to win that, really, and all this sort of stuff. And he just said, no, nah, we're qualifying, we're OK. Yeah. <laughs> they know what they're doing at he's least. He's a good pundit, Klinsman. Yeah, I yeah, know, yeah, yeah. yeah. he's very good. Uh, well, let's talk about New Zealand, Italy. Yeah, let's. Very impressed with Chris Wood coming on late. Just 17, is he? He is, yeah. He's made a real difference. He's been at West Brom, hasn't he? Sunday Express had a bit of a stinker the weekend just gone. They they, t- they told us... They did a story about Tommy Smith, who's a young player who plays for Ipswich. Yeah. And he represents New Zealand because one of Tommy his parents... Tommy Smith with an eye. Yeah, one of his parents is New Zealander. And they did the whole story, but the Sunday Express picture was the picture of Tommy Smith who plays for Pompey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Who's on. from Hemel Hempstead and doesn't play for New Zealand. Well, that's a there was a, the, one of the guys came on, he was... Um, uh, he was a banker by trade. Like, I not a, even a banker. He worked in a bank. <laughs> <laughs> right. one, of, one of the New Zealand players that came on, which is quite lovely. Did he steal everyone's bonus? <laughs> Political. Broken Britain. Um, yeah. Broken New Zealand. Yeah. Uh, Marcello Lippi before that game was incredibly critical of his strikers, saying things like, "If you uh, don't ever attack the area, you're never going to score," which is Good perfectly point. true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the man's won a World Cup. Yeah, he's he's been taking direction from Paul Lintz, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. They, they don't seem very sharp up front. No, they don't. Italy. Well, I tipped Paraguay to win that group, and I still think they will. Italy, they're in a bit of transition, and it's not helped with Buffon being injured. And yeah. Well, but Pirlo as well. Yeah, Pirlo's obviously out And Montalivo's pl- replaced him But Montalivo's obviously Not as good as Pirlo So that, that accounts for a bit Looks a lot like Zlatan He does actually Yeah, yeah. Right. Pirlo might be back For Thursday's match With Slovakia It'd be I, nice to see him I'd but play uh, Di Natale me. I wouldn't play yeah. I wouldn't start with um, That translates as The Christmas Which I enjoy um, not Di Natale it, Yeah it does Anton- Anthony the Christmas It's a great yeah. name It's great isn't it So like Of Christmas would it not be it, Maybe it will be Anthony the Christmas I think it's yeah, of that, Christmas That's great So I'd start with him For that <laughs> reason But it's, it's a cliche But it's one of those things That is a cliche because it's true, as we've said before, but Italy do start slowly. I'm sure they will they will pick it up from there. You yeah. fancy him to qualify, I think. Oh, yeah. When Del Piero comes on. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. When Baggio gets a go- when he gets going. <laughs> yeah. uh, Paraguay, they look really good. I love mm. the kit. Mm. The, 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 the blue and white really complement... Sorry, the red and white really complement the blue. The blue, yeah. I think it's a classic kit. <laughs> uh, really do you think it's textbook? Was it uh, Vera who scored a great goal was, for yeah. them to open the scoring? A little chip, wasn't it? Beautiful outside of the boots. They just look like a, a, a real a good team. Just uh, sorry, as in a real good unit, a very fluid. Well, the thing is, mate, it's they cover for each other. You know, yeah, that's, that's what best, I'm trying to get at. Yeah. They don't seem to be playing under any pressure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just think they come, it comes from the fact that they're not a European side, mm. maybe. That all these South American teams, and also Mexico, who are obviously Central American, it's that sort of part of the world. They seem to just be playing with enjoying it, playing with a bit of verve, yeah. bit of enthusiasm. England and France. Yeah. Exclusively, really, they're the opposite of that. England played terrified. They look like they, they were all going to be killed if they didn't win. <laughs> but I mean, look at look at I mean, look at uh, if you play for Brazil. Imagine the expectations there. You but know, the one thing, the one thing that the Brazilian players have always oozed is they just love playing for Brazil yeah. so much, mm. and it doesn't matter what's going on at club level. You know, Robinho is a good example. It doesn't matter what's happening at club level. They go and play for it's Brazil, and they love it. Yeah, there you go. And it is an interesting point because maybe a lot of these English players are 
are used to the Premier League, or they're constantly told this is the best league in the world and you're yeah. amazing. Well, Red so then, was doing that every day. Yeah, well, then you go to the World Cup when you've got all these other good players, and there's almost like their nose have been put out. Redknapp tried to make out the other day that sort of England should really be, be should beat Brazil if they played them because he was saying something like, "Well, look at Gilberto, he can he, he moved on, he was moved on from the Premier League, you know, and he's the fulcrum of their side. Yeah. Look at Giovanni, he got played like two games for Spurs, and he listed quite a lot of players. Alano, he couldn't get in the team at Man City. S- send him a videotape of Roger Miller in the 1990 World <laughs> Cup and say this man was semi-pro in Malaysia or wherever he <laughs> yeah, was exactly. the, the, the island, tiny little islands. Do you also not think that there's um, something to be said about how Luis Fabiano, who's obviously a great player, but he hadn't scored for Brazil for ages mm. before this week but they stuck with him over and over again and just stuck at it do you think there's a lot to be said for that as well how they keep faith in the players Dunga keeps faith in players and he, and he seems to keep a, a unit a squad of about roughly I know they have to have 23 players in the squad but he, he seems to use like a core of about 16 or 17 players which mm. he always uses mm. and that breeds like a lot of familiarity and stuff well I think the I think the reason that's a positive thing is that it's regular rotation if that makes sense yeah, okay, and yeah. uh, as with Spain in Euro 2008 I think you do need to shake things up but in a way a familiar way in a, absolutely that in a familiar way where you've got a couple of different things you try and sort of combinations of who you put on with under Ericsson in particular and we saw that again with the, the Ivory Coast game against Brazil it's just like I'll try him now I'll try this player who plays that same position that's the Maradona model isn't it <laughs> player yeah, yeah, who plays this position yeah I don't think um yeah, no, I think it is a very healthy thing to have that rotation because it is a squad game now and you, you don't have as much time to prepare that sort of thing as an international manager, but I think you need to try and breed that. I think they also, it's, it's essential. Lawrenson was commentating on the Brazil game and he was saying, um, first of all, he said, how many games do they play for qualifying? Well, one, you should know that because you're supposed to have done your research. <laughs> and Jonathan Pierce said, oh, 18. And he said, oh, that's half a season. And he was like, yeah, okay, fine. And he said, what, what about all the air miles they've got to do? And he seemed to have no knowledge of the fact that they go over there and play two games at a time. So it's actually yeah, yeah, yeah. nine trips, not 18. And um, then he goes, Oh, what Luis Fabiano? Has he played much this? And I was that like, was what? Caca, he <laughs> said that about. Is he played much? I was like, What is this? Yeah. <laughs> Mark Lawrence and question and, and it's, it's not as if he's doing a piece to camera and he no, can't check his figures. No, he could have before. <laughs> this, is, this is what I don't get about yeah. some of the pundits is when they sort of say, Well, our lo- knowledge is, is limited of Slovakia. What have you been doing all day? <laughs> yeah. What have you done yeah. before you got on that camera today? <laughs> I'm not sure if you know, but the BBC has got a research department. <laughs> you wouldn't even have to do it yourself. Look at the Internet. Our knowledge is, is, is not that good on Slovakia because our, my minibar is first class. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I am hammered still. Yeah. Oh, class. Well, um, Brazil did beat Ivory Coast 3 1. Mm, that's a uh, great game, that was. Kakar sent off for the disgraceful. Oh. <laughs> and a, vicious, a vicious assault by Kakar. Yeah. Could not believe that. That's annoyed me because that, that goes on his record. Right? Even a like, lovely, <laughs> handsome man like that. <laughs> Someone said on their Facebook fan page, well, the fingers were valid in it, so what goes around comes around. But different player. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't, doesn't work like that. <laughs> yeah. That is utterly irrelevant. Mm. But I hope you still listen it's to the podcast. <laughs> um, him and Drogba just sort of like chewing the fat on the, on the yeah, halfway line. Yeah. He's sort of going, I don't, I don't know can what you, I did. Can you remember when um, Portugal <laughs> played Holland? What round was it? Yeah, second round last yeah. time. So they got six, three, three men were sent off. Deco and Van Bronckhorst, I think, were sent off. Yeah, and at one point there was, I think it might have been Deco, not Van Bronckhorst, but maybe another Dutch player got sent off. You have well, to they were sat on the sidelines. I haven't done my research, can't be bothered. <laughs> they were sitting on the stairs. That was Van Bronckhorst. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was because chatting. they were both Barcelona players. That's right. Yeah, that was quite. Funny. I think they should put put glass, right? A thin layer of sort of glass or sandpaper on this the inside of their silly. shirt, right? Mm-hmm. So if they go down, they better be hurt. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Well, they will be, wouldn't they, yeah. if they go down? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. What happens if it's a fair challenge when they go down? Lose their foot. Lose well, their foot. man's game. Man's game. Man's game. I'll teach him. It's a contact spot. Contact with sandpaper. Was it nice to see Drogba score? Considering he's yeah, good header. Yeah, he sprung their offside trap. Sorry for him. 
because he's obviously you know he's got a broken elbow that he's recovering from and he's not had a lot of service and he's really really trying his heart out but it's difficult for him up there I really hope that they get a result against Portugal um, it's very unlikely they'll qualify now isn't it given yeah, Portugal's hammer they've got a score sco- nine goals and there needs to be a nine goal swing I think in the final game yeah. mm-hmm. might even be ten uh, Portugal hammered North Korea 7-0 uh, one of Tim Lovejoy's tips for the World Cup scored in that game Cristiano Ronaldo yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> his tips Alan it was uh, it was Rooney Ronaldo and Messi <laughs> And he somehow got that wrong. It's not really messy that's been doing much. I know Ronaldo scored. Insightful. Mystic Meg. Mystic Meg. He's just going out on a limb. Yeah. He's done his research, though. It's good to see. Risking. Great stuff. Risking it all. Ronaldo scored a lovely goal, which uh, sort of bounced on the top of his head like a seal without him knowing, and they just put it in. James, you're you're on the the Glol panel. Was that a Glol? That was a Glol. Absolutely a Glol. The dubious Glol. He was kind of smirking about it before it had gone in, didn't he? Ronaldo was just thinking. Oh, it's it, it funny that it's that's his first goal in that, an absolute age. Almost two years apparently, and, it's, isn't and it, it just sort of appeared in front of him. He's like, oh no, where it's got oh, there is. It, 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 to be fair to him, he had an absolute blinder though, didn't he? he laid on a lot of goals. He, 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 he played really well. Set first half, uh, he was doing a couple of jinky tricks, and uh, I thought that against North Korea, I love it when he does a trick and it doesn't work. Yeah. Speaking of North Korea, we've got a guy NK Dons in Pyongyang writing a blog for us on the other media outlets got that, and they dispel a lot of myths, sort of perpetuated by a lot of the other media. So you should definitely go on. On that, mm. um, it's yeah, thefootballramble.com. And he, ma- he just yeah. mentioned that TV uh, documentary, which I spent uh, a, good, a good game of their lives, uh, the BBC Four documentary, a little while ago. Maybe a couple of weeks ago, actually. Well, oddly, that's on the '66 North Korean side. Yeah, Fascinating. oddly, there's two films called that. One is about the 1950 US team would be England, and the right. other one's about mm. the North Korean. But 1951 is uh, known as the Miracle on Grass, isn't it? Generally, so maybe that's uh, maybe that's a better name for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought of that, yeah. Mm. Uh, well, let's talk about France then. Come on, yay! Um, <laughs> well, before we talk about that, we'll talk about the game France zero Mexico two. Thoroughly enjoyable game, I thought. Yeah, great yeah. game. A lot of people are saying that sort of England's performance wasn't as bad as France, but they were at least up against some decent opposition. Well, France yeah. were up against. Decent not, I, don't opposition. Want to be, I don't want to get in the business of saying who yeah, was worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it's never, <laughs> nothing it's, good can come of no. it. It's not positive. No. Well, at least that's we're not as bad as them. Yeah, you know, at least our government's not it as bad. Doesn't make us in any way <laughs> good. If yeah. you're crap, you're crap. It yeah. doesn't matter what else is going on around you. But you know, the, the shocking part. That game for me it was about. I mean, how, what, what minute was the Blanco penalty? It was quite late on. Seventy fourth. Yeah, was it just before that when when they were still one nil down? Um, basically, they stopped trying. Dominic, if he wanted to make a sub, he wouldn't have been able to because all the French yeah. players were behind the far goal, yeah, yeah. Just chatting around, laughing. Yeah, Henri, Henri and Cissé were just having a chat, weren't they? It's yeah. Very weird. What I find odd about Dominic is why is he not putting Henri on a bit more? He knows what to do in these big tournaments. Yeah. Surely, I know he's not the player he was, but. No, You'd gamble with him Yeah you? I mean at least give him 20 minutes When, when nothing's working Because yeah. France were just awful weren't they Just really really blunt None what of he, their players have performed but I think really. he's part of the problem Henri really. Oh well do you think? Think? Well he's a big personality I think a lot of the pl- players Clearly don't respect Dominic And so it's difficult for him Because I know, I know Dominic is an idiot And he's done lots of silly things But the bottom line is I know it's four years ago, but he got them to the final last time. He did. Well, Zidane got them to the yeah, final. Yeah, but you know, he was definitely. But a look at Euro 2008, though. There's a lot of time in between. True, the last yeah, World Cup. true. No, but I, I just think that I would, I would argue. But I think pretty convincingly that Henri would be part of the problem anyway. Well, he's such a good person. He's got a bit of a reputation for that, Henri, as well. Well, Anelka, yeah. of course, said um, at half time to him. Uh, F you, you son of a whore, to the manager. And he was next on, the, on the next plane home. You can't have that. Although um, I saw a picture of him at the airport on Elka, massive hood up, big glasses, yeah, yeah, yeah. And trying to look inconspicuous. Um, appara- <laughs> apparently, though, that um, Dominic had, had dealt with it, and and it had all been 
done and dusted. Mm. And then it was leaked to the press. Mm. And then it was all blown up, and then the French Football Federation kind of had no choice but to send him home because Patrice Evra was saying that there's a traitor in the camp, and and that's what um, you know when he was arguing uh, the with the fitness coach, coach yeah. I think he thought it might have been him. That's I think what that argument right, was okay. about. Okay, so it all kind of went off. Twenty four. He's got a malls and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's good to see that at least the, the football federation, the media, blow things out of proportion in that country as well as this. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, it's a shame because they've got such a good squad. Well, the problem for Anelka is that was probably. That was Definitely his first and probably his last World yeah. Cup. Well, look, there's a lot of players in there. It's, that's their last World Cup, and they're not out yet as well. They seem to be acting as if they're wow. definitely out. I know they, they've got a slim chance, and surely yeah. you've got. They've been acting that. like they're out since the first game. Well, it's true. Yeah, they don't. They just don't seem to want it. Refusing to train. That was the problem in the first place. Yeah. If you're winning matches, it'd be fine. Don't go on strike now. <laughs> Don't go on strike now. Well, let's move on from ridiculous, silly things that are happening at the uh, the World Cup. Luke, is Hello. that are you in Diego Corner? I am. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Okay. Ask me, ask me what it's like over, over here. What is it like in Diego Corner? That's all right. <laughs> um, yeah. What have you got for us, old sport? Well, Diego's not been that busy over the last few days. Well, he has. Well, he's always busy. Exactly. But by his standards, he's not really done an awful lot. But he's, he's done a press conference. He's done enough. He's piped up about a few things. He's so done enough to warrant a visit from you to Diego Corner. He's apologised to Platini after those outrageous comments he made. Yep. He said, because um, what happened was Michel Platini sent him a letter. Yeah. To say, look, you know, come and I was misquoted. You know, the press said this and that and the other. Mm-hmm. Let's be mates. And so uh, Diego said, um, Mr. Platini has sent me a letter. Mr. Platini? <laughs> no, he's Mr. Platini. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, last week he was like Michelle the French shit or something. Like that. <laughs> now he's Mr. Platini. He sent me a letter and I would like to read it to you. He said he never has said what you reporters told me, he said. So through you, I would like to apologise to Mr. Platini, but not to Pele. <laughs> <laughs> what I find funny, though, is the fact is Maradona's kind of said, oh, no, it's all fine. But Maradona did say Well he's French And you know what they're like yeah, yeah. So they're a bigger apology I, li- yeah, I like the fact that been proven right I like, <laughs> I like the fact that he used the press Like so when that gets to Platini It'll be like You're you're the son of a whore <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah, It's get. twisted what I said exactly. Like Frank Lampard said You want us to speak honestly Then you must report honestly that's good. good. That was oh, a good well, piece of work. Frank's done well of mm. late. Frank's and he also well. was asked by. Um, he was also asked by. I think it was a BBC journalist about his affection towards his players. Oh, that's hugs. right. He yeah. always hugs and kisses them and stuff. And his face when yeah. he was asked that. It was a picture. We have to stick that up on the website. Yeah, it we cannot be described. No, wasn't, in it, words. wasn't it a French? Wasn't it a French uh, report? Because he was going uh, maybe the language barrier. Uh, but when uh, it was being translated in his headphones, his face just sort of went more and more contorted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he said, "I still prefer women. I am dating Veronica, who is blonde and thirty-one years old." <laughs> No, I have not gone limp-wristed. <laughs> oh, Why? I thought Diego was married. That's offensive. I thought Diego was married. Doesn't matter. Married. Well, that's Doesn't it. Matter. I marriage cannot contain that man. Yeah. Marriage can't. <laughs> can't he, mark him. This is a man who woos women by breaking wind. We all know that. Yeah, very <laughs> true. Smelling of onions. He's he's uh, absolutely unstoppable. <laughs> I sometimes think with Diego Maradona. I was thinking about this the other night. Is it not that we're all mental and he's normal? I hope <laughs> so, in a way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If that's how you're meant to be, then life is truly a joyous thing. Do you think? Do you think if he's like an opposite man? Because like when you go, if you went, <laughs> what's an opposite man? Like, like a woman? A, <laughs> well, you go on a date. <laughs> I'm just an opposite man. <laughs> allow me to explain. Allow me to explain. Is this a Portsmouth thing? <laughs> no, allow me to explain. <laughs> the sort opposite of. men of Southampton—they're all <laughs> weird. The opposite. They've men got of, thumbs and everything. 
<laughs> They're enough. out of the operation theatre. That's enough. Come on. Uh, well, because I was saying that if you were to go on a date with, a, with like a night, uh, you know, a beautiful woman, Veronica, thirty-one. Uh, James, you just have a trust <laughs> me on this one. Uh, <laughs> oh. Then you would go out of your way to not break wind and smell of onions. Uh, indeed. Whereas Maradona seems to have actually <laughs> done that on yeah. purpose. So that's why he's opposite. I don't think he did it on purpose. Just how, now, how old is Maradona? In years? I think he's 46. Right, 46. In he, human years or Maradona right. years? <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> not sure he's, how old he is. He's mid-40s to late-40s, right? Yeah. If he lives to 80, he might, right? There's a very good chance that he'll go a bit mad. God, he's already, oh my. Right, it'll yeah. just be really normal. No, he'll just revert back to sanity, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, like Benjamin Button. He goes <laughs> he starts, starts off absolutely mental. He must have been like insane. slime of Ghostbusters mind. when he was born. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He finds his mind. <laughs> but that's what all, uh, that's what's happened in Diego Corner. But I mean, stay tuned. Next time, I'll see you on Thursday. Um, <laughs> Something uh, will definitely have right. happened. I'll just lock <laughs> up and I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> Very good. All right. Um, uh, we had an email actually uh, while we're on uh, an ounce of silliness uh, we got an email uh, saying Ramble Force just a quick one saying Serbia's coach is surely most definitely in actual fact Nick Griffin Mm. It does look a bit like him yeah do you know I I thought the Serbian keeper uh, looks a little bit like a young Ian Brown yeah he does yeah what's his name Uh, um Stoichkovic 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 yeah. I think that I, I might have said this well, cut your fucking hands off <laughs> <laughs> I think that Lionel Messi looks like Paul Dano actor Paul Dano which one's Paul Dano he's in um, Little Miss Sunshine and he's, he plays the preacher mm. in um, There Will Be Blood yes he does look I'm like not Paul Dano he, lo- he looks like him both definitely. very good but I'll take your words <laughs> for it Oh, shall I do an email as well, Marcus? Is that what you're pointing at? All right. Um, hello, Ramblers. Hello. 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 Um, an infected testicle has saved my World Cup. Ooh. <laughs> out out yep, there. Diego? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. was, that, was that Bill Tong out there? Imagine if we got an email from Diego Maradona. <laughs> um, I, can't, I just can't. He, he, this is from Matt in Mexico City. He goes on to say, Yeah, unfortunately, I am off work and can watch the World Cup uninterrupted. What injury slash illness would you endure to have such uninterrupted coverage? <laughs> what, that wouldn't be top of my list. No. no. no but let's applaud the infected test. Yeah. Well, 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 I'm quite pleased about it. He must be having a great time in Mexico City. Well, he's certainly <laughs> making the best of it. must be jumping. He even put... Unfortunately, in inverted commas, it's almost like he did it himself. <laughs> let's, let's question how he got his testicle infected. Wait What's he been putting it into? The, 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 remember the Mexican team were going to take over the big statue? Yeah. Yeah, they were, yeah. They did that. I wonder if they, or did they take a replica over? Yeah, I'm not sure. That, I don't think that happened in the end. Matt, could you let us know? Yeah. <laughs> um, so what would we, what would we take? Um, I wouldn't no. want to break anything. No. no. Rubbish. I don't like feeling, like, sick. You know, so yeah. so I, I wouldn't be sort of wanting to watch the World Cup, but then sort of throwing up all the time. Well, yeah. I, I've got a bit of a shin splint at the moment, but it's not impaired. No. It's so what well. about hypochondria? Can I have that? <laughs> yeah, always. <laughs> Just be down the doctor quite a bit, but not when a match is on. Well, anything maybe like a bad back, so you'd be on the sofa the whole time. Someone, like, everyone would have to do things for you. Yeah, yeah. Bring you food and drink, and yeah. you'd, just watch you'd have medication and stuff, so you'd be out of it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like Diego. <laughs> <laughs> you'd, need hands, you'd need like your hands free for the remorse and the. The, the beer, right, lads? Yeah. <laughs> Probably a vuvuzela. Yeah. Heroin addiction. Because <laughs> <laughs> mm, it yeah. is a disease, isn't it? It's is a disease, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, moving on swiftly. Pete, do you have an email for us? Yeah, I have got an email, uh, Marcus. Uh, it begins Ramble Foss Hall. Oh, yes. I'm. 
I'm an American living in China who discovered your jewel of a podcast at the beginning of this past EPL season and have eagerly EPL. awaited... Apple. <laughs> he, over, he overrates us calling us that. <laughs> and have eagerly awaited every offering since with the anticipation of a schoolboy on Christmas morning. Don't know if you've heard this, but in Chinese classrooms, teachers often refer to students not by their names, but by a number assigned to each student at the beginning of term. Terrifying. That is amazing. Wow. That is, uh, um, you'd, be one, you'd want number 10, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. 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 69, yeah. Oh, oh, surely not that big. The class. Come on, Pete. Come on. Well, these days, yeah. <laughs> it's not a London school. <laughs> not a uh, London yeah, that, that, David Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the tradition that brought us unisex haircuts and uniforms in schools also discourages the use of names, presumably to avoid the development of the peskiest of characteristics, individuality. Oh, yes. Chinese teachers argue that this is a function of the number of students in the classroom, but when I was a teacher here in the last decade, I was able to learn all 200 students' names. Good lad. A lot of students, yeah, isn't it? Lad. Even when most of them made no sense. Ice, Blue, Kinky, Dream, a boy called Vivian, Popsicle and Johnson, to kinky. name a few. There isn't. Surely. Just, I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> the numeric nomenclature system has carried over onto the pitch in China, as with the exception of the most famous names in football, uh, Mai Shi, which is Messi, Shi Luo, Cristiano Ronaldo, and Looney, Rooney. Oh, <laughs> Everyone on the pitch is referred to by number rather than name during the match commentary. Finally, that would be so much easier. I could do that. Even Watson uh, could do that. Yeah, finally, <laughs> Lawrence would struggle. Yeah. Finally, I would be remiss not to mention that the standard commentary practice is that whenever the ball enters the box, both commentators start yelling, Danger! 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 <laughs> wow. Until the ball is finally cleared or scored. So, close. you all think that you may have a bad with Mick McCarthy, Alan Green and Emmanuel Adebayor. It could be worse. It could all be numbers and danger, danger. Uh, keep <laughs> up the great work, Peter, aka Foreigner number 23457213. Very good. No, I actually prefer that. So Yeah, well, I think I think we, if we got one of those guys in ahead of Mick McCarthy to just go, danger, danger, yeah. danger, it'd be brilliant. It'd be more of, it'd be more of an input. Mm. <laughs> it's like the guy in the Swindon Town press box at Scouser who just goes, chances, chances, chances. <laughs> Very specific <laughs> reference yeah, he there. Does. <laughs> well, he does. I'm sure everybody can uh, relate to <laughs> such a person. <laughs> Indeed <laughs> He's the captain of the Starship Enterprise <laughs> That's how he speaks I think that's the end of the show isn't it mm. I think probably I think yeah. forever uh, yeah. Yeah. Well nothing left Well that was Monday's World Cup Ramble done We will be back Twas. on Thursday um, And remember people Manmonth.co.uk Yeah uh, Get yourself to manmonth.co.uk We've got prizes We've got uh, little videos Blogs All kinds of shenanigans And you can also win uh, You can also win Xboxes DJ Hero games uh, Video games Playstation 3s Tellies Plasma screens All kinds of stuff like that It's all in association with uh, One Million Fragrance for Men And IGN Network Marvellous um, If you want to get in touch with us Of course The email address is Podcast at thefootballramble.com uh, The website is Thefootballramble.com and like I said we'll be back on Thursday and Thursday's show will be going out on Thursday evening and Monday's show of course out on Monday evening and we will be still doing uh, Ramble Extra on 442.com on a Friday afternoon say goodbye Lukey I'm first this time goodbye say goodbye PT Don goodbye say goodbye James and Jim Camp goodbye we're all off to look for the toilet cheers Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 